Welcome to episode 11 of the Pop Anime Comics Lounge. My guest today is professional wrestler Solo Darling, but before we get into that interview, I would like to remind everybody to check out popanimecomics.com for anime and comic related articles. And if you click on the affiliate links in the articles, it brings you right to Amazon.com. And if you purchase something from Amazon.com through those links, I get a small commission which helps keep this podcast up and running. So please check those articles out. Click those affiliate links, and without further ado, let's dive right into the interview with Solo Darling. So, when were you first exposed to wrestling? I was first exposed to wrestling when I was, like, three. It's not, like, in the family or anything like that. And uh, and then my cousins got real into it, and it, like, I have two older boy cousins. And so, you know, I was uh, the crash test dummy for a lot of moves. <laughs> but, yeah, around that age, and then I just, I, I liked it, and I pretty sure I still have binders of like uh the old cards that they used to have at like comic stores and stuff like that so yeah little not that I've grown any since then but so what were you watching growing up watching well uh, I mean to date myself but um you know Ultimate Warrior and Hogan and just all of that all the way through where like my favorites obviously you know Guerrero and Jericho and uh, all of that and Attitude Era, like, you know, all the way through, on and off, right? Uh, catching up on anything I missed in between. So what were you like in high school growing up? Oh, what was I like in high school? Well, that's a great question. Um, in high school, uh, I went to Catholic school, and uh, I. It, the funny part is I used to, like, rebel against uniform policy uh, by wearing little cat ears. I used to sell these headbands at, like, Hot Topic, and so... <laughs> So I actually used to wear those just because, right, which is funny later on that I wind up wearing ears and a tail anyway. The tail I didn't wear in school, though. Fear not. That's, that was a development later in life. I am, I was a drummer. I had a band. I was in stage crew. I liked to build things. And then I liked to, like with my best friend, we would practice moves by learning on the old school <laughs> the N64 game. Uh, we would just practice moves at school during like stage crew time and stuff like that and then like at home and like i'm pretty sure like she broke a futon with me like she powerbombed me through my futon uh so that was uncomfortable <laughs> but yeah high school I, I did all that stuff anything that was like crafty i painted uh anything in music and then just you know just like everybody else trying their favorite moves out in ways they probably shouldn't be <laughs> you know so you went to college. What did you study in college? College, I, I went to a couple different ones, but I started off uh, with a Bachelor of Science in Chemistry, and then I added on three in Sports Medicine or, like, you know, Exercise Science. They change depending on the school you go to, so those two were, like, my thing. I just assumed I was going to be making manic panic hair dyes, but my own company, or fireworks, or something wild with that but I got the itch again to try something different stream so I uh so I dove into wrestling somewhere in the middle of well towards the end of college actually it's like, like my last so how do you feel that the two majors that you studied in college helped you to go into get into wrestling I feel that they didn't but <laughs> <laughs> I um I went from <clears throat> chemistry to sports medicine because I really, like, loved training and stuff. Uh, I grew up, like, I like powerlifting and Olympic lifting and things like that. Um, so I did do that in 
in high school and all the way through, as well as uh, chemistry is just fun. I really enjoy science and, and all the nerdy types. I love, like, I loved AP calculus in high school because we would get to do the formulas of food and then bring in that food and eat it. And what person doesn't want to, like, bring in a pizza and just, like, eat it with your friends in class? But sports medicine was great because I learned a lot of rehabilitation and, like, ways to get fit and things to do to kind of help with anything athletic. So that, that did help me out a little bit. So when did you know that you wanted to be a professional wrestler? At what point in your college career did you say, I want to do this? Well, there are various times where, like, I entertained the idea, uh, but I didn't do it. You know, like, somewhere through organic chemistry class, I just realized, like, I kept designing gear instead of, you know, working on my formulas. Um, but I did enjoy orgo very much so. And then I just, you know, I had a talk. Uh, with somebody that was super important to me, a really good friend of mine, and uh, they were like, I feel like you should do it, you know? I mean, gosh, you only live once, and I was like, I know, and like, it's not like you can't ever go back to things you enjoy reading and studying and doing and being in a lab and all that, uh, but there is an expiration date on wrestling. There is. And there's an expiration date on, you know, being like an angry punk chick who wants to, like, rebel against everything. Like, those two things, I would say, not that music has that expression date, because you could always play music. I, I love it. But jumping in a ring and, and taking some bumps and um, doing that, I feel like, gosh, I got to do it now. You know, it's now or never. So somewhere around then, I was like, well, okay. I was a senior, and I was at a pizza place, and I just decided, yes, let's uh, let's move to Kentucky and start wrestling. And, uh, and I really got the kickoff when I moved to Florida. That's, that's when a lot of the magic happened, and I got a lot of support and help and met uh, some great, amazing people that, that really took the time and helped me. So there's that. So how did you find a wrestling school to train at? Like at the time, gosh, it's, it's not like it's any different now. I'd assume there might just be more schools, right? I'd expect, you know, gosh, seven years later I took a lot of time off when I started for school as well like you know I may have started wrestling school but then I would uh leave and go back to class come back and do another class that kind of thing so it wasn't very consistent first few years I just you know I, I asked around you gotta just find stuff you gotta look online if you want anything right if you, if you really want anything you can and you will do it there's no real like anything holding you back because it's you you have that will and you have that determination and you have that dream and, and motivation to do so. So like, you know, I wanted to find a school and I'll be damned if I was going to not find someplace to go train and not see people like recommend or, you know, suggest places and, and then maybe find independent scene, which I didn't really know about, to be honest. I was so, so like um, bushy tailed and bright eyed. Right. I didn't know there was this whole, world of things going on so when i found that and i saw like oh there's like all these places to go and wrestle at and all these things to do and all these people that are are fighting to get the stream now like that's incredible like i want to be a part of that it's that way so i asked just word of mouth so initially you were trained by rip rogers al snow and dick Ninsmore. how is your training broken up with the three of them um i got a lot of uh ring psych from al in terms of like you know, just listen, right? Like, you just, you just listen. Uh, there was a lot of, like, heat drills and stuff with Rip. 
which were really cool, you know, like getting to practice things you're <clears throat> uncomfortable with because everyone's uncomfortable with uh, the magic of things, you know. You may be very outgoing, but then when you're you're new and you're in the school and there's so many people that, like, know how to do things already, like, of course, it's intimidating and you got to get out of your shell. Uh, so I did it that way and, and just get in the ring and chain and then heat spots and then chain and then heat spots and, you know, I guess like the art of selling and, you know, what's real and how does it really feel, right? How does everything really feel? Like, it's <laughs> definitely – definitely all stuff that's uh that's genuine you know like there was there's so much more to it than than people realize and i think that was the best thing that i learned out of everything there's so many intricacies to it and do you feel that you know working in stage crew and a little bit of drama in high school really helped prepare you to cut promos um i love promos i do i i if anything else, I, I really love them. I think that doing all that in school, I mean, I wasn't a part of cast necessarily, but I'd watch them. But I also, I also used to do shows as a musician, you know, and that's still entertaining. And uh, even though I was uh, the drummer, uh, there's still a lot to it, especially like, you know, not screwing that up and throwing the whole band off. Promos are really fun in the sense of like, for me anyway, it gives me that freedom to like um, be kind of crazy and wild i mean everyone has a character and such and mine is just me amped up to like 27 i would say so i kind of just come up with things that would be silly and fun to do and hopefully enjoyable to watch uh <laughs> and i roll with it and i i kind of my little gorilla version of promos you know obviously there's tons of like you know the legit like see me here now i'm gonna do this and that kind of you know like when you're there uh, at the shows and they, they get to film those 42, those are awesome and great. Those are quick. Um, but I love editing and cutting footage and doing it to a song or, you know, putting some sort of like credits to it and stuff. Like all that's just me being wild. So you officially debuted in July 2011 in OVW. How did you get there and why did you choose there to start? Uh, that was the place at the time. Um, when I, when I moved to Kentucky, they, they were like the place at the time and, uh, they have a lot that people can learn from. So, you know, like you, you have to go where the people recommend, where the scene is happening, you know? And, and I think that that was, that was a good place, you know, to, to really get your feet wet, right? Like just go to OVW that they were contract and they had a lot going on and, they have great teachers there, so yeah, um, that was really that was really the basis of it. Um, moving to Florida was a really good start for me in the sense of women, like getting to know and meet tons of like women wrestlers. Like obviously, there's there's shine there going on, and a lot of the girls they all get there, and then there's there's they travel up to Berwyn for Shimmer and. Uh, you know, there's WSU that runs. It's an all-girls promotion uh, in Jersey and sometimes Philly. And I got to meet a lot of the girls that run those shows and do those shows by moving to Florida, especially working with um, Daphne and working with Lexi. You know, those those women really were amazing, and they are wonderful humans that, that helped me out big time. So, but yeah, I met my best friend there, Leva. 
so that's awesome. Uh, just all the women there were just so helpful, and they're they're always open to mentoring me. So nothing but good things to say. So when you first were in OVW, did you have to submit a tape to them, or how did you get a match there to start your career? No, I didn't have to to do tape or anything at the time. They, they, it was very different. Um, when I was wrestling there, they they weren't contracts or anything. They were just they were running OVW. They had DCW for a while. Is that what it was? At Derby City Wrestling, I believe. And uh, I was there. I I just kept showing up. And um, I, I showed up with the bag. I had like exercise clothes. Like you know, um, they're like all right, you're having a match tonight. And I'm like, okay. Whoa. All right. Like it was just uh, you're there. You're in the right place at the right time, and you're prepared. Just always be prepared. That's, I mean, like, it was wild. Like, I wasn't necessarily not ready. I mean, you're never ready and you're never not ready. You're always just exactly uh, where you're at at that moment in time. But if you have, like, let's say gear or if you, you come prepared or you have, like, makeup, at least you can help. Like, let's say you were there to grow, like, do makeup or do hair. Like, I always had extra, like, beauty supplies and stuff because I, I kind of learned from the other girls to always have extra stuff in case just in case. Um, there's never necessarily a follow-up with that, but it was good preparation. So I had stuff with me, and um, I was ring girl, you know. I mean, everybody, they, they pay their dues, and they, they do everything that, they, uh, that they're supposed to do. And, you know, I would go all the time, and I'd watch the show and try and be a part of it as the best as I could in terms of, like, maybe work merchandise or uh, work the concession stand, and then uh, they asked me to be like the ring girl to like help out, you know, on the side. And then they were like, "All right, you're gonna have a match." So now OVW has produced some of the top stars in the industry today. While you were working there, did you learn anything that helps you to this day? Yes, you learn something wherever you go, and the the most important thing is to listen. Listen, just get to know everybody, shake everyone's hand. Obviously, like. All the little things that we're always told, but you never know who someone is, truthfully. Um, especially if, like, I'm brand new, I'm just starting. I may know people, but what if, oh, this is so-and-so, and I didn't know that was them, you know? Like, you just always want to be polite, and etiquette is it's not hard. Basically being, like I said, polite and kind and, like, okay, hello, is there anything I can get you? And just being there. Um, in a very supportive role, so that's always good. And you know, you can learn a lot by watching. You can learn a lot by watching other people do. Like when I wasn't working concession, I would watch how they did it. And then if they needed me for something, let's say someone was sick or someone needed to go family emergency, I was ready. I was equipped. Same thing with with any other position, right? You just kind of sure you're paying attention. So there was a lot of that because a lot of those were the formative years. You know, gosh, yeah. Kentucky times, right? Whew. Uh, a lot of like that, all of that stuff helps me in Florida. It just kind of gives me like kind of a bit of an edge so I can go into classes in Florida and be like, okay, I know how to do that or I can do this. Um, you know, or if you need that, I'm, I'm perfectly capable. Gives you um, a better edge. Now, to talk about Shine Wrestling, how did you first get introduced to Shine? I work with, they were, they're called FUW. North promotion, and I met Mia there. I met uh, I met Daphne there, and I worked a sh- like I worked a couple shows there or whatever. 
and um, that was really fun. It was like in the sports building. Uh, it was really cool. Good crowd. It was really nice. And then I, I got a message because I had been wanting to do Shine, and somehow I connected with Lexi, um, and I, I worked with her a bit. Uh, like, you know, she was she was helping train, and, like, she has a ring to kind of work out in and stuff and heal for stuff, right? And then I got a message one day, like, hey, are you ready to Shine? And, like, I thought I was literally, I was at my, my job at the time, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. So, uh I showed up to Shine 9, completely looking like a different human than I do today, and it was amazing. I got to work with Rio O'Reilly. She's wonderful, um, and she was just so, like, helpful. I'm like, all right, like, like, what can you do? Like, what should you do? Let's, let's work this out. It was really cool, really cool to work with her, especially um, when you're in this brand-new place, and, gosh, the production and the lights and the pink ring, like, woof, butterflies. I just had butterflies. It was really, really fun, and uh, and Shine really gave me the opportunity to, to grow and become more me, you know? You're always trying to find out who you are, even though you know who you are, or find out what works, what you enjoy doing, and it was great. You know, it's where the birth of uh, the ears came and wearing the tail, and it was all Shine. It was all getting to do it at Shine with Daphne. So speaking of Daphne, at Shine 11, you started to team up with her. How did that come about? Exactly how everyone saw it. Uh, she was scouting. She was scouting talent. And uh, then she she asked me to work with her and Nikki Rock. And then um, Kong was a part of it. And I got to have, like, my first real tag, right? The exciting buddy system. Uh, love Heidi Loveless. Love working with her. Brilliant. And, and, like, the all-star squad just kind of, like, snowballed, which was really fun. And, uh, and and just lots of learning from Daphne, too. Like, uh, got great critiques and recommendations and, you know, getting to talk stuff out. Like, what do you think about this? And what looks good, right? What, what are you comfortable wearing? Like, maybe gear changes? Because I've had tons of them in Shine. Um, eventually leading to even, like, I was Wolfman at Halloween uh, with Bride of Frankenstein as Heidi. So, like, that's cool. Yeah, like, it just kind of rolled from 11 on all the way to 20-something, right? So, speaking of the buddy system with Heidi Lovelace, how did that form, and what do you feel that your greatest match with her against other teams was? I really enjoyed the tournament uh, with her. We all, I mean, we also teamed up at Shimmer. Um, it came about, gosh, randomly, actually, like, we knew each other, right? Like, you know, everyone kind of knows each other. And then we both had dye in our hair. We both had, like, I remember we both had, like, colored hair and uh, we're both punkish-ish. We just had, like, a style about us, a way about us. And <laughs> and people recommended us to be a tag. Like, yeah, I think you should tag with Solo. And they're like, I think you should tag with Heidi. And we were in the same room at the same time one day and we both had Penguin phone covers. And we were like, what? It was almost very Step Brothers-ish, if you've seen the movie, right? It was, it was, it, for me, it reminds me of that. Um, and I'm so glad that they did suggest that because she's a great human. So I'm, I'm glad that I get to have that. Say, like, uh, I think this match with uh, Maiden Sin, right, in the tournament. We wrestled them, and that was tense and fun. And, you know, I got to take their 
their crazy finisher, which was nuts. It felt like a roller coaster ride. So I, th- I feel like that was a really good match. So when you entered Shine, were you under the guys that you wanted to be a tag team wrestler, or did you want to just be a singles wrestler, or did you just want to wrestle? Yeah, I'm down for anything. Honestly, like, there was no definitive, like, I want to do this or this. I just want to reach all the levels and do all the things. I'm the type of person that that wants to experience and learn. I'm always going to want to learn. You're not going to come up to me and go, hey, we'd like you to to, to try this, and I'm going to say no. I mean, in the sense of it would be a good experience for me or I can learn from it or or whatnot, you know. I'm always going to to want to try stuff. And at the time, I mean, you know, everyone gets those tags that aren't real tags that you just, like, you get formulated for a match or you get put together for something, you know. But actually having a partner that you you contact and you ask, like, hey, should we do this or hey, what about this, like, that you're communicating with and working with um, for for specifically a show or for specifically something where you two can rely on each other and work together, gosh, I, A, I was never going to turn that down, and, and B, that was that's awesome to have. It's, it's a great feeling. Uh, even wrestling singles is great, too. It's fun, and, you know, you get to, you know, run around like crazy, but, like, Having someone there to tag with that you're reaching for in the match, you know, you're reaching out to get them in, and it's a it's a crazy feeling. It's fun. Now to talk a little bit about your character, where did the tail and the cat ears come from, and what was the inspiration for your name as well as your costume and your gear? <laughs> uh, my name my name was given to me in college. My one of my best friends, we met first day of chemistry class and you know uh, and she asked my first name and she said no it's boring she asked my last name she said nope I ain't got time for that your name is solo let's get one piece uh, and I've always been solo since I was 18 but when you go into like anything like you go into a party or whatever and they like they start to pet name you like solo baby come here solo honey come here you know hey like you know they call you right and then darling was uh if you've ever seen grindhouse i feel that cherry darling is a very uh, badass character and darling also suits the pet name kind of definitive last name so i went with that um my character is it's it's strange in a, in a way that i feel so comfortable as her you know i i tried uh the, the bombshell thing in terms of like being blonde red lipstick and um it didn't feel like me and Certain gears just didn't feel like me. They, they may look great and they were super fun, but I, uh, I was at a convention and I was told, like, oh, hey, this is your first comic book, you know, like Comic Con or whatever. Like, you know, they sell those cat ears or animal ears. I would say animal ears. And they're like, you should get a pair. It's all right. So I got the black and teal ones and I wore them all over the Loved them, right? Because I used to wear ears in high school little cat ears and a headband and then I was like oh yeah I'm like I messaged my friend I was like I'm gonna wear these at shine <laughs> so I did and I loved it and then I was like I wonder if I could get away with a tail too because I think that I would feel good in a tail and so I did and then uh and it was like well, why can't you wrestle with the tail on because <laughs> it kept falling off like there's some really funny matches that I have like there's one in Texas where I was running the rope and it got caught on the second row and just, like, ripped off. Um, 
So it's come a long way. The mechanics of wearing a tail in the ring. I have like a belt now. I feel very like I've, I've come far for that. And I'm not one animal or another, though I feel like my spirit animal is a squirrel. Um, very high energy, as you can tell by my voice. Uh, but, you know, I've been a wolf and a cat and a squirrel and a fox. I've been a, a just random creatures. Like, I have neon ears, I have rainbow tails, and um, soon I'll have uh, a very special edition for October. It's very special creatures. So you guys have to stay tuned for that because I can't give it away even though I'm terrible with secrets. I won't. And I, I just have fun. I have fun wrestling with the tail on and wearing it and just being me. I guess I guess people would call me a, a furry wrestler, but I feel like I'm definitely a sugar creature. You know, I run on copious amounts of sugar. I carry my, my slurpee cup to the ring, pump with daft punch, and, uh, and I fuel up on it. You know, give an animal sugar and see what happens. So where else have you wrestled outside of Shine? <laughs> um, wrestled in the Carolinas. I've wrestled at Shimmer. I've wrestled at WSU. Uh, I've wrestled in Massachusetts. I will be uh, outside of the States soon. Where else? Jersey, Philly, uh, the Mid-East, like the Midwest states. I mean, obviously, when I was at OVW, I traveled around that Indiana, Ohio, Tennessee area, you know, um, Georgia, I've wrestled for. So pretty much up the coast, I'm thinking, yeah, West Virginia, too. And there's more to come. I'm, I'm almost booked up uh, every weekend until December. So if any promoters are listening to this podcast, thank you. And I am still taking booking to pack up, I guess, everything through the new year. Jeez, yeah. So, so yeah, I've wrestled in a lot. Quite a bit of places. I'm very grateful and very appreciative for those who have given me the chance and, and given me the opportunity to to be there and showcase and, and have some fun and meet new people. Um, just recently, I wrestled in PA. I wrestled for a new company, Legacy Wrestling, and it was very nice and very kind. And the, and the locker room was really fun. Uh, so great crowd, and and that was really cool. Yeah, so no, there's a lot of places. It's cool. Oh, it sounds nice when you think about it, right? You don't realize it until you get asked, and you're like, oh, look at that. <laughs> so can you briefly describe what your week looks like as an independent wrestler? I, uh, I work out as many days as I can. I try and merchandise. I make my own gear. So right now I'm trying to get gears done before it gets super crazy. You know, like once the fall hits and – Everyone's running around, like, you know, people are visiting or you're out doing shows. Uh, it gets it gets a little crowded, you know, during the week. Like, you don't have enough time to sit down and do all that. So, um, working on all my gears for for the, the, the end of the year. Um, and, and I'm making, <laughs> right now I'm doing custom cups. Um, so, everyone can join on the Sugar Rush. So, I'm painting cups and anyone who purchases them will get a free refill or their free first fill, you know, if that's better worded, uh, it's on me. I have a puppy. I have animals that I take care of. So I definitely, like, Rocky Martel is my dog. Uh, right now he's um, he's got some doctor's appointments coming up. So as, a, as an animal mom, you might know if you're an animal parent as well, uh, you've got to, you know, take him out and have time with him as well and have family time. And then traveling, I, you know, living out of a suitcase or – you know, watching footage that you can and catching up on shows so you also can watch whatever's happening in the world and traveling. 
it's great. I love it. Um, I love either being in a car or being in um, a bus was all right until it broke down. The bus, <laughs> the bus was cool until, like, it broke down. Um, and then <laughs> Papa Don were, like, waiting for somebody to come pick us up <laughs> to get to the show. I worked for ARW, which was fantastic. So much fun. So, yeah, that was when the bus broke down there. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Uh, but I wouldn't change it. I, I don't know if I could do anything else. But then again, that being said, I love baking and cooking, and I write recipes all the time for crazy things I want to do. I'm always making something or sewing, so I enjoy that too. So I feel like that all kind of ties in leading up to getting to the ring and doing the match in a way because it's, it's all encompassing, right? Merchandise, outfits, attires, promo videos, you know, filming things. Um, talking to people online and networking in terms of like meeting people, like how many people thanks to Twitter I've gotten in contact with. Man, it's intense. It's great. It's the greatest thing ever. Finally, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Promo, Facebook, Twitter, website, well, pro wrestling. Oh, TV. please, of course. Like, uh, if you guys are on Instagram, follow me. And the way it spells is the way it sounds at Regulation Solo. Um, that's my Instagram, and my Twitter is. Literally, at Solo Darling, you know, no dots, no underscores, anything like that. Super simple. And uh, and follow the Sugar Rush wherever you go. Stay tuned because, like, I'm literally coming up with all sorts of merchandise. And for those of you amazing people who have messaged me on my Facebook athlete page, which is Solo Darling, and you'll see me, uh, the picture of me playing with streamers. <laughs> because why not? Because, duh. Uh, thank you for messaging me. I'm getting to everyone's little merch box, you know, and, and you can hit me up there if you want packages sent to you. And I do all sorts of specials and stuff for people that want stuff they can't get to shows because sometimes it's really difficult, you know, depending on where you live. Um, Sweetoscope is my, like, personal I make videos company, like, you know, all the little, like, gorilla videos I make. So stay tuned for more shenanigans for sure. There's a 24-hour cupcake place somewhere in New York City that I still have yet to uh, to hit up and delve into, so I'm sure that's going to be. So please definitely hit me up on any of those things, uh, any of those forms of media. If you need something at all, you can hit me up on Twitter. Um, and for my Instagram, Regulation Solo, like, no filters, no added. It's literally me. That's why I use the regulation. I think it's really fun. Games, cups. Shirts available soon on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, I'm working out designs on that right now. So, so as soon as that's up and out, it's definitely going to be all over Twitter. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And thank them for hitting me up. So, yeah. And do you have any shows that you want to promote that you can? Well, well, first off, this Saturday is WSU. Uh, and that's all over Twitter right now. Um, that'll, be, that'll be in Voorhees. But definitely check that out. Uh, I'm in a tag match with Brittany Blake. And I'm, I'm definitely going to stick some ears on her so she can join the, uh, the ferocious adventure with me. So that's coming up, like, literally this Saturday. And as for the upcoming dates, I'm going to post all of them on my Facebook. Um, so please hit me up on that to see everything that's going to go on because there's quite a few. Uh, I will be in uh, Texas again. For Anarchy Championship Wrestling, I'll be working their September show and Fun 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 Fest in November, and I'm super excited about that. It's fun. It's the first time doing it, so I'm looking forward to it. 
Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. And please subscribe so this podcast finds you and you don't have to find it. As well as please check out popanimecomics.com for articles relating to anime, comics, and pop culture. And I will see you next week.